What's up, guys? Before the episode starts, I just wanted to send a big shout out to all of our listeners. Nate and I really, really appreciate y'all's support. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with your friends and family. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All the information is in the episode description below. episode of on the journey with your host nate and eric i'm nate uh, yes that's I'm, nate. Nate. That's, I'm just gonna be nate today lovely <laughs> and so we have a guest here today for you guys he's a photographer and uh we brought him on here to share his story with you guys as much as he wants to share hopefully you guys can find some things in his story that relate to you and get a little inspiration in the process. So welcome, Pronto. Thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, of course. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Pronto. I'm currently a freelance photographer and film- filmmaker in New York City. Um, I started into this field three and a half years back. Um, I was doing my studies in Kentucky, and then suddenly my friends started using this app called Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure everyone knows that stuff. You said you were studying in Kentucky? Yeah, I was studying in Western Kentucky University. Ah, Western Kentucky. Yeah, my friend, um, I just saw his Instagram and I'm like, wow, there's some Mm -hmm. dope pictures. Like, I had some photos all taken on the phones, like Mm -hmm. basic camera stuff. And um, previously to that, um, uh, uh, like 10 years back, my uncle went to Singapore and he Mm -hmm. got a DSL camera, just a basic camera. I took the camera back um, and then went to my rooftop, took a picture of a bird. Really? And I'm like, wow. That was your first, that was picture, first time picture of a bird? Taking That's a picture. Sick. And I'm like, it's in the moment, you know? Uh-huh. That was like, the picture was in the moment. Like, after mm-hmm. a few, like, you can, I'm like, you can see the picture after a year or two. It was right at the mm-hmm. moment, right? So you're that more was, about, you're more about capturing the moment than actually yes. capturing a picture. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the time I, I, I had a feeling I had something for it. Mm-hmm. But, and then when I saw Instagram, people posting a lot of pictures and stuff, that's how it got me like, I can do this. After that, um, my cousin, he had a Canon T3i. It's like a basic camera, mm-hmm. $350 with the kit lens, $400, I think. Yeah. And then I started going out and taking landscape. That, that was when I moved to New York three years back. Mm-hmm. Then um, uh, when I moved to New York, I was, uh, I was very introvert. Mm-hmm. New York has okay. made me very extrovert. Yeah, so you have no choice but to talk to people out yeah, here. It's like, the, <laughs> it's like a person every two steps. The first year was very um, challenging for me. I was depressed for the first year. Really? Oh, depressed. Because um, I didn't know anyone here in New York City. And mm-hmm. it's so many different types of people, you know? You sit in the subway, I'm like, shit. So you looking came at out me. here, you had zero family with you, zero friends. You just came alone. Yeah. Um, yes, I came in to do my studies there. Brave man. Yep. Brave so man. My so, st- sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, where did you come from? You came from... I'm, I'm, I come Sing- from Bangladesh. Gotcha. I came here through a student visa. Mm-hmm. I'm currently still through a student visa doing my studies there. Mm-hmm. So I still go to school. I'm, uh, I graduate end of this year. I Which go university? To Baruch, uh, Baruch College. Chini. Oh, Baruch. Beautiful. Yes. A great college. Great college. I graduate end of this year. Excited for it. Uh, congratulations, my Thank brother. Thank you. Um, and, and also, like uh, when I came to New York, first year was tough, challenging. Mm-hmm. I took the camera out and I started taking landscape photos. Landscape because, as I told you, I was introvert. When you do landscape, people are not involved. You just take the sunset or sunrise. People are not talking to you mm-hmm. because I was introvert, you know? But after end of one year, I realized that I just didn't have that 
that feeling of like going out all the time and like taking photos you know mm-hmm. so after that um i dm'd a few like models and people in instagram mm-hmm. i dm'd them and i didn't get any reply because back back in yeah. back that time my orkush it wasn't that great you know like yeah. landscape for sure i had like um, got to start somewhere 500 followers and you know like no one replied me back then i started asking my friends hey can i uh, take some few portraits of you like mm-hmm. i'm not the best but i just want to like learn here and there you know um i started doing for free photo shoot uh, at first okay. just asking random people hey you have great style can you shoot this or if i had a concept hey um can you meet on this day and this time like mm-hmm. we can definitely create some fire content that's how i started and after um one and a half year back i get a dm an instagram Mm-hmm. telling hey um i love your um stuff how much do you charge i'm like what are you like yeah. i was like what what's, um, what's yeah. happening <laughs> they, they're gonna to pay me right i'm like that's crazy like yeah. I never, was, it, was it me <laughs> it probably was right <laughs> <laughs> he was like was i the first victim uh, <laughs> did, did i come first so i mean i was very nervous to be honest the first yeah. photo shoot because yeah, i never I can imagine because you know like when you have a, a client they expect something they tr- like they trust your work mm-hmm. and you have to give value to them 100%. that's the most important thing so yeah a first photo shoot went good i was nervous but it went great he mm-hmm. liked it he how went- much how much did you charge for your first shoot out of curiosity mm. i guess no take a guess uh, uh, take a guess i'm 200 say, bucks okay i'm gonna say like 50 dollars. oh right right there 50 dollars. 50 dollars? bucks yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> that's because uh, the thing is only you no know, once you like once you have a first client, like, I feel it's for anything. You, like, give me anything. I'm happy. I'm yeah. just getting ready to get started, you know? Mm-hmm. You have the passion, right? That time, money really doesn't matter because you're like, wow, they trust my work. I'm going gonna, gonna go for it. So mm-hmm. I just went for it, and it was great. After that, I started building my portfolio. I built my website, which is the key to have work with many people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So that person who reached out to you, uh, it was just a, a model or uh, um, he um, I went to H&M one time uh-huh. he was working at H&M oh, okay. and then um, I was I was looking for certain clothes mm-hmm. then I started talking to him and I told him I'm a, I'm a photographer one thing I realized is that I'm a kind of a person like although I wasn't a photo uh, I wasn't like good at photography before I told people hey I'm a photographer because I believed in myself. Yeah, you have to believe you in have your to believe. vision. Yeah. Yes. If you don't have to believe in yourself, it's very tough, you know? Yes, so sir. Every time I met people, I'd tell, hey, um, I do this, I do that. You must, you must see the vision and trust the vision within yes. yourself first. And then you have to understand what it is that you're going for. Right. And then once I feel like once you can capture the vision within yourself, you know what you're looking for, you know what you're going for, then you can, you know, verbally communicate that with others. And that's where mm-hmm. the convincing them of you know believing in your vision comes from like once you can come up to somebody confident and be like yes i'm a photographer right they'll believe you like regardless if you've never <laughs> taken a picture a day in your life like i could tell somebody it's like true. you know i'm the best heart surgeon in new york they probably have never seen me in a lab coat mm-hmm. or anything of that nature but if i can sit there and i can make you believe that i conduct open heart surgeries every day mm-hmm. then that that's a win mm-hmm. well, you that, know that's just confidence yeah, I mean, that's, in a, that's a skill in, in and of itself yeah that's a whole you don't go out sure. there telling people you're a heart surgeon people yeah, don't, don't do don't that. do that that's not fun what was like when the first with the first client what was like how hard was it to get over the fact that you were an introvert or do you feel like you got over oh that? it's i'm i'm happy to brought the question right he was asking me to take um pictures in like it was around like 4 p.m mm-hmm. sunset time 
So there's a lot of people around in that place. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. And then he was like, hey, can you take some photos in, in the middle of the road with people crossing by? Mm -hmm. And back then I was introvert too. Like I was getting there, you know, yeah. as I told you, I was shocked when someone reached out to me. Wow, mm -hmm. they like my work. Mm -hmm. But that time I just started giving excuses like, hey, um, the lighting isn't good. We yeah. should go over the other side. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I started giving excuses. But then, you know, like um, there are times where you're really like nervous mm -hmm. and you don't know what to do. And you're just like, shit, like I just have to get off this thing. But I, I just I did it anyways, mm -hmm. because I know like um, to reach something, you have to like take action. Uh -huh. If you don't take action, like you'll never be. Mm -hmm. successful you know so look, sure. looking back at that first photo shoot do you feel like your insecurities as far as being an introvert stopped you from capturing the perfect moment the other thing um not really to be honest because i had the passion mm -hmm. once you love something you like you want to do it you know even though something's bothering you something's stopping you like mm -hmm. i feel if there's a passion you can you can go you can do anything in life Mm. And so, also, um, I want to like, tell the listeners, everyone, like who is getting into this field. Instagram is such an important, it has been an important journey in my life. Mm. Because that's where I started. I got the inspiration and I got so many clients. Yes, sir. Referrals. It's, it's insane. Like social media now is so important nowadays. I'm, I'm sure everybody knows that. But for anything... It's like free, social free media marketing. Free marketing. Yeah, free marketing. Yeah, there's there a lot go. of uh, professionals and artists who actually call um, social media in general the third the third industrial boom mm -hmm. like it's um they say that with the creation of social media it just created this platform that gives everybody somewhere where they can go and freely speak right. and express themselves without the permission of you know like tv broadcasters or radio radio stations that can you know censor whatever they say you can literally pick up your phone say whatever you want post it and millions of people can view it go, regardless 100%. if they like it or not you still have that that accessibility to reach millions at the your fingertips now mm -hmm. you know and i feel like that's something that a lot of people have been taking advantage of but a lot more people need to be taking advantage of it you know you just saying that you gained your inspiration and how your first client came from that right it's just nothing but inspiration to everybody else that's out here in the search for whatever it is that they want to do in life like social media is a great platform to go and look at just inspiration for different ideas and things that you want to do because you just never know like you could just be scrolling down your explore page and see like something about snowboarding you never knew that existed and you could just mm -hmm. become like a fucking right. pro skate a <laughs> snowboarder out of nowhere so um tiktok Oh, yeah, do you have a TikTok account? I, <laughs> I hear so, that's a big thing, man. A few of my clients, um, they're like big influencers, mm -hmm. right? They have like a million followers and stuff. They told me, hey, listen, get into TikTok. A million it's, followers on TikTok? No, uh, on Instagram. Okay, gotcha. So they told me to get into TikTok because it's booming, you know? Mm -hmm. Everybody's using TikTok. It's, they have more users in TikTok than Instagram. Right now, really? Uh, that's what I heard. I'm not sure 100, percent but have you ever heard of um Gary V? Oh, yeah, I was course, gonna yeah. say Gary V. He's Yo, a big he... proponent of TikTok. <laughs> Jesus, bro, he stuffs TikTok down everyone's throat 24 <laughs> yes, seven. Like he said, he has kids come up to him in the street, like, "Oh, you're the guy from TikTok," and they have absolutely no idea about his businesses and yeah. what he preaches well, and what he does. They just know him <laughs> from TikTok. That's his, crazy. So his thing about TikTok is it it has organic outreach. So like Instagram, for example, you need. A million followers or a few hundred thousand followers mm -hmm. right. to uh, have a post that gains some following or gets a lot of likes or whatever it may be. Even Instagram and has TikTok, some of my natural following too, though. TikTok, I could have I could have one follower and post a TikTok video and that yes. gets a million views. You know, so, so 
Same with LinkedIn, apparently. Oh, yeah, bro. LinkedIn, I I am so ashamed that I use my LinkedIn app as I'd small as I do, it. bro. Yeah. Like, I, I post, like, pictures. I'm also, you know, bartender slash mixologist, and I, like, wow. that's what I'm super passionate about is the mixed spirits and different types of cocktails and things of that nature, and I will post pictures of my cocktails day and night mm-hmm. on on LinkedIn, and people will like it, and, like, people will message me about coming to work out work for them and wow. offer job opportunities in different states and stuff. I never really pay it in mind. I just keep posting just to get that natural mm-hmm. reach and give myself like a platform where I can market myself yeah. as a mixologist without having to, you know, spend a million bucks, you know? No, Why you don't mean. you like uh, make a separate Instagram page? So I do have a separate okay, Instagram that's page yeah, he does. where yeah. I post all my alcohol. I even um, post some like beverage knowledge and spirit mm-hmm. knowledge about, you know, things that, you know, the general person wouldn't know when they order their bourbon on the rocks, where that bourbon's actually coming from, the process that goes into actually making that bourbon, mm-hmm. um, just different things of that nature. Um, um, I haven't been as active as I want to be because of the fact that I just work so much behind the bar that I don't get enough time to actually speak about the work that I do. Mm-hmm. But um, it's what I'm like. I wouldn't say supremely passionate about. I'm more passionate about just the general spreading of good energy to one person to another. Just just the spreading of good, good messaging and communication between people and Love just that. understanding mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. other. That's just like what my supreme passion is about. Because I feel like if the whole world can just sit down and could sit down at a table somewhere and have a conversation, there would be no issues. Right. You know, like I feel like a majority of our problems come from that's what we're trying to do here. You know, we're bringing exactly. people together. Yeah. Obviously, trying to spread a good message, but one of those is bringing people together, yeah. and a goal is bringing as many different types of people together mm-hmm. 100%, to talk. Hundred percent. And going off on something else here, our podcast is about success and trying to define that word. So we would like you to define, like, how would you define success? Because mm, success you? and happiness <laughs> can be defined yeah. one way by our society, a lot to do with material things. I define it one way. Nate has offered his definition. Oh, yeah. And if you would oh, yeah. like to share yours. We all know Nate. Peace and love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my definition would be um, doing what you love, mm-hmm. but in a smart way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, you like, uh, suppose, you like um, taking photos, right? Mm-hmm. Just taking photos and posting on Instagram is not going to give you clients. You have to be, like, smart. You have to use the right hashtag. You okay. need to promote yourself. Um, for, uh, for me, um, success being more like fulfilling my goals, you know. Mm-hmm. Every day I get up, I have certain goals. I have to follow them. That makes me happy. Like, my, I have a morning ritual. Mm-hmm. I read this book called The Morning Ritual. Okay. And Please do share. What's the author? Um, I forgot the author's name. Ah, oh, come on. But it's called The Morning Ritual. Yes. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of books. I, the best thing I have spent in my life is a Kindle. Mm-hmm. It's like a Kindle by Amazon. Mm-hmm. You can download PDF. You can like pay ten dollars for every book, and I can carry this everywhere. I read in the train, mm-hmm. when I take my flights, I read that. So yeah, I read books. In my morning ritual, uh, I have daily goals, uh, goals of like self affirmations, mm-hmm. which I read every morning when I wake up. How deeply um, do you believe in self affirmations? Hundred percent. Mm. Yeah, that's super that's, interesting. Uh, and also the book, The Secret. The Secret, it's, a, it's about uh, the law of attraction. Yes, 100% right? yes. I read a book kind of similar to that. It's Think and Grow Rich. Yes, by I read the book too. That's amazing. Yeah, also <laughs> a great book. But I mean, just I read, a lot. I read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's oh, amazing book. Amazing. All right, cool. Love it. Yeah, we're on the same page here, guys. Hey, <laughs> I want to be part of the smart guys group. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a book about the law of attraction and the power of the mind. Yeah. I, think, I find it interesting that you do morning affirmations because so, I've heard a lot of things about that. 
I personally don't do them. Mm-hmm. Um, Neither do I. I don't really know I why. highly believe in them. I do believe in the, the self-affirmation uh-huh. and speaking to yourself so that you can uh, make it more believable and, you know, change your perspective and reality. Mm-hmm. But I, like I said, I, my number one priority right now is sleep because mm-hmm. I get so little of it. Like, like a five-hour night of sleep for me is like a good night of sleep, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm usually running on, like, fucking three, two hours and, like, just going nice. hard 12-hour days, bro. Like, just going in. It'll pay off in the long run. Yes. Oh, so yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my ankles don't think so, but. What, <laughs> what kind of value do you, do the daily affirmations bring you? It just, um, so the thing is, um, before I used to not read books, after reading The Secret, mm-hmm. it just changed oh. my life. Like, I just, because I was very, um, very, like, as I told you, very introvert and I was very mm-hmm. kind of negative-minded, very negative-minded. For sure. But after reading that book, it just opened my mind, you know, it just, it make, made me feel like more positive. The thing is, um, one thing is that um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos about motivational stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a, uh, motivational speaker? <laughs> there's a, there was a time <laughs> every night I go to sleep, right? I wake up the next day. I used to forget my goals. Like when you wake up, you know, you're like completely like, you don't know anything. Like what's like, just, you can wake up, mm-hmm. you don't know like your goals. So what I did was um, I just... I made a note um, and beside my bed, remember my goals. Okay. So when I wake up, Super I see cool. that, and then I start my, read my self-permission, I also do my daily journal. Uh, is it like a, you write it? Or I write it on my, on my phone. Oh, perfect. Because mm. some people prefer writing in my, like, a, like a book or not, like a notepad, mm-hmm. but I prefer to write in my phone because it's easy to, because I can look at it anytime, you know? True, it's always on you. And um, I, I also have like a few other stuff, like I, I, like I like to work out five days a week mm-hmm. because fitness is so important. It makes you feel very energetic For and sure. also like read like 30 minutes per day. So huh. this like last month, I had a few days where I came home around 11 um, p.m. in night, right? Mm-hmm. And I had one hour before my, my I made a, a commitment this year that every day I'm going to do certain stuff and reading was one of them. I made mm. sure that I have like I had the time to read for thirty minutes, and doing that that makes me happy. That yeah. that makes me feel that if I continue this for the rest of my life, I'm sure I'm going to be successful. And that's what success mm. means to me. Growing up, I never I never read. I always yeah, never read yeah, yeah. in school, yeah. high school. Books. Yeah. I don't know. For me, schools it's not really that important. Oh, that's my what friend. I feel. Dude, we um, have just became so yeah. much closer. I, I feel, <laughs> It's it's different. I don't know. For me, I think like that because I always feel if you have a belief for anything, if you have, if you have a passion, you can learn by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like no one well, can. Especially stop nowadays you. with YouTube, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Google, yeah, and social media, just giving you that possibility of mm-hmm. creating a career for yourself that doesn't require extended right. education. You know, like um, my look on education is just that I feel like it builds a certain foundation that you need so that you're able to sit at the table with anybody. And just have a certain type of conversation. Mm-hmm. But I just feel as if it's becoming less of a necessity to become, you know, successful by what I, you know, society's definition is nowadays through um, extended education. Like, I feel like you don't need um, to have a master's degree to become a successful person no. and be making a six-figure salary. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, if you want to pursue an educa- a background in education and uh, pursue a career that is based off of education, then, you know, by all means, do what it is that makes you happy. Right. But it's yeah. not something I feel like that's a necessity. We need our lawyers. We yeah. need our doctors. Of course, yeah. yeah of course. You know, yeah, it, was, yeah, for sure. it would suck in a society with no like, lawyers or doctors. That would, I mean, yeah. doctors mainly, lawyers are... 
you know, we're going <laughs> to hey, my, my, my cousin's a lawyer. My dad is actually what. a lawyer too, but uh, the, my cousin will probably be on here at some point. Yeah, man. So nice. tell, him, tell him that. Uh, we, being here, we're going to have an interesting conversation when it comes to lawyers, you know, but I love that guy. His cousin's an awesome guy. Mm. So you were talking about a morning routine. You said reading. You uh, said self-affirmations, daily journal, read, mm. and also... Um, I watch. Um, so as I told, I mean, I, I think I didn't mention that. Uh, I also day trade. So mm-hmm. that's one of my goals, right? Mm-hmm. You also, the, I'm sorry? Uh, day, day trade. Trade. Trading. Day tra- oh, yes, 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 yes. As yes. you mentioned before, Robinhood. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so yes, I use yes. this platform called Thinkorswim. Robinhood is more like... Um, penny stocks, right? It's... Uh, okay. Don't they get me wrong. Stocks. Don't get me wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I feel Robin, Robinhood is for people who are just getting started. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. lose money in that. I lost like thousand bucks when I started, right? Really? Because I didn't know what's going on. I just feel like it's so easy to buy and sell. Mm-hmm. Simple. You swipe in, buy. You swipe up, sell, sell right? Yep. Yeah. So simple. So I didn't knew that. And then I just I just took a step back and I'm like, no, this is not the right way. If everybody was making money, like it would be easy, you know? Like so, um, I just stopped that and I'm learning by myself through YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see how the journey goes. So one of my goal for every day is to watch like thirty minutes. 32 min- 30 minutes to an hour video watching like how to trade and stuff. And uh-huh. today I was da- uh, paper trading. Paper trading means you um, trading with fake money. So, so it's I, like I, practice? Yeah, like practice, right? You, I gave myself like $10,000, mm-hmm. fake money. So I made like $220, which is great, right? I'm making progress. That makes me happy, you know? For sure. So you said you were introverted, right? Yeah. Being introverted, would you say... Uh, you had a tough time with that initial sharing of your work because uh, honestly for me with this podcast it's pretty terrifying to think that I'm going to be producing something that is my own and then sharing it with the world the the judgment that might come with it and the just the fear of maybe what people will think and negative thoughts that they might bring Mm -hmm. with them how have you dealt with that or do you deal with it I mean at first, when I started, I was, I was very, like, nervous. But then as time went by, you get mm-hmm. used to it, you know? And mm-hmm. people, I have made a lot of clients. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Certain times it was great. But you should always look at the positive side, you know? So you just, you just try to focus on the yeah, positive? Yeah, focus on the positive. Ignore the negative vibe. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, like, further in life, people will talk shit sometime. But you just get to ignore the negative vibes. Uh-huh. Just look forward, you know? That's the goal. Have you ever read the book or heard of the book Four Agreements? Nah. So read Eric should if know you're a reader, read the four agreements. Oh, uh, it's quick read. Like you, you could probably break through it in a I, day. I or finished two. it, yeah, in a day. Eric should know very well about this book, even though he doesn't practice much of what it preaches. Whoa. Uh, one which, of, which agreement do I not practice? Uh, speak impeccably with your words. Impeccable with he my does words. Not, he is not impeccable with his words. This guy, Eric, I tell you this much. He's a guy, Eric, <laughs> okay. here. Huh. I'm, take, I am take the, that critique and I'm like the least it. impeccable person with my words because I'll throw a, you know a couple of fucks and shits here and there. Oh, but I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that is what the the meaning is. I don't. I it's can the say intention behind the word. I yeah. can say. Yeah, I can. I can cuss all I want. I think the meaning is <laughs> cuss. That's, is, that's the that's the southern backwood coming out of Eric right there. The cuss words. I, I think the meaning is like not spreading negativity or not. True. Yeah. Not spreading poison with your words. True. But um. Go ahead, Nate. One of the main points and one of the chapters in one of the four agreements, uh, one of the agreements, um, better yet, said that um, don't take anything personal. 
Mm-hmm. That was one of the four agreements, and I feel like you touched on that perfectly as far as like focusing on the negative that people say. Yeah. Because anything that you do in any industry, I feel like people are going to have negative connotations. Like They're going to always have mm-hmm. something negative to tell you because that's just based on their own fear about the industry, like mm-hmm. their fear about you know taking that leap of faith and doing something that they actually want to do. So it's like if you spend your time taking things personal, as this book speaks about, mm-hmm. you're just going to slow your process down. You know, because like if every bad word that's sent your way, if you take that, internalize it and think too hard about it, you just spent a whole day thinking about what this negative person said to you instead of just hearing them and then being like, okay, I hear that and just keep it going Mm -hmm. and don't take it personal. Don't take it's like not taking work home with you. Don't take the world home with you. So, you know, when we did that photo shoot together. Yeah. Um, Dope pictures, by the way. Yeah. Honestly, you you, (laughs) You made Eric Eric actually look like somebody. Oh, thanks. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> I was gonna say you look like what's the actor name? Tom Cruise. No, Brad Pitt, right? Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Wow! Yeah. Wow! That boy <laughs> stretched it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad Pitt. What are you gonna say? <laughs> uh, what Brad Pitt was gonna say was uh, oh, this fucking guy. So fuck what was it? Oh, it was about the photo shoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brad Pitt. So I got those. I got those photos and. I shared them to Instagram, obviously, right. and I got a lot more likes than I usually do, which is sweet, you know, always mm-hmm. nice, but I also got a lot more comments than I usually do, and some of the comments were good, and then some of them were negative. Mm-hmm. I just find it interesting that people felt the need to comment negatively, you know, and I guess I guess I was, I, maybe I took it personally, and that's why I struggled with it. But I was just curious if you if you get those kind of comments or, or how how you deal with that, and I guess you already answered it. But I, I mean, figured I'd share a story of of that. Yeah, I, I mean, there are certain times, you know, like through Instagram, that's where I upload most of my work. Certain times, certain pictures, I think, oh, it's gonna blow up, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't like, oh, it's only got like two hundred likes. No, nah, mm-hmm. while we're talking about Instagrams, bro, just drop uh, any social media platform you yeah. feel like people should follow you on. What's your Instagram? Your Twitter. Too. My Instagram is urbanshots underscore. Hey. Check, check mm-hmm. my workout. Um, hey. As I told I do mainly photos and videos. Hey, my boy's out here. You do videotography too. Yes, sir. Hey, man, in the future, we might need some video advertising for this podcast, hey, man. We already go. have a guy. My yeah. boy Pronto's on it. Pronto, you heard? <laughs> yeah, that's Love how I, I found Pronto. DM him. Love uh, this guy's Urban name, Shots. by the way. <laughs> um, as for the comments, right? Um, people will... S- it's their opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, just you have to live with it. Like, it's like sometime um, you took a picture or you put something people don't like. That's fine. Not every, like, not everyone has to like the photo. It's For totally sure. fine. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you're not trying to, like, impress everyone there. You like the photo, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's the most important that's thing. That's what matters, you yeah. Like, you like it. You posted it. It's your Instagram. It's mm-hmm. your profile. That's it. If they don't like it, they shouldn't follow you or, like, it's up to them. But you're sure. living your own life, so don't even care about what those think oh, just no. focus on the bigger goals you know 100 <laughs> percent. so how does your family feel about your decision to take on photography such a good question to be, to be honest they don't know oh buddy yeah so i, oh, I leave oh, oh buddy <laughs> hopefully this this when they heard this podcast they'll might they might not they might hey, know right man, I would, yeah it's been, i would be blessed for them to find out through our podcast Trust so me. the thing is uh, so oh, i wow. come from a family where my parents wants me to, wanted to me to be a doctor Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I come from Bangladesh, right? Back mm-hmm. in my country, whenever a child is born, they're like, "Hey, doctor, engineer," like you know, like those. Yeah. So, so my dad wanted me to be a doctor, but then I didn't like science. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. So I came to Kentucky. I was studying international business, and then I didn't like Kentucky much because it was it was very like um, spread out. Yeah, it's not like city vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. I, and and then I I thought like I'm gonna go to New York. After coming to New York, um, I studied computer. I'm still studying that. Mm-hmm. Computer engineering, or just uh, like... computer and information system. It's like business and computer mixed, a combination of both. Mm-hmm. So I'm studying that. But back at Kentucky, one time I called my parents. I'm like, hey, dad, um, I think I like this photography field. Mm-hmm. I think I really have an interest. Mm-hmm. And what he told, he told, um, you know what, come back. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Pack your bags, come back. And he made me speak to my mom, my brother to make me understand. Really? No, I totally understand. Wow. Because yeah. if I was back there mm-hmm. in my dad's footsteps, I would do the same. It's normal. I totally, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like, mm-hmm. no, like I have yeah. a grudge or something like, well, come on. Let they me just do. want the best for you. Yes. I, it's more of uh, out of fear. Back in my country, being a photographer is like, um, it's not the best thing, you know? Yeah. It's because back mm-hmm. in my country, my dad's a businessman. Like he, he's an entrepreneur. He makes good money millions of dollars he has his own textile business so oh, he beautiful. wants he wants me to do something good right but mm-hmm. after coming here i realized that everything it's not about the money mm-hmm. like 100 percent. it's not about the money at all it's doing what you love like every morning the other day i had a photo shoot at 4 45 a.m but when i woke up i didn't feel that thing you know once you go for work like damn i don't want to go to work today like mm-hmm. you know that feeling you have mm-hmm. i didn't have that feeling i was excited because that spot was in my mind for like a year before. I wanted to shoot there. Mm-hmm. And my dream was coming into reality. Like, yes, yeah. I'm waking up at this time. It's going to be quiet. No one's going to bother me. I'm going to do my photo shoot. So mm-hmm. may yeah. I interject awesome. and throw a little uh, advice into this story yeah, for a ahead. moment about speaking to your parents about what you love? Uh, I have dropped multiple career choices, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, as far as dealing with my parents. I spoke to uh, on it about in our introductory podcast where... I was in nursing school, dropped out to become an EMT. Uh, uh, was in corrections, working for the the state of New York, dropped out of that. Both careers that my parents wanted me to pursue. Mm-hmm. I went to a high school that was uh, medical medically based wow. on its studies because of my parents. You know, I mean, finished that, didn't drop out of high school. Finished that. Became an EMT, worked as an EMT in New York State for about six, a little bit under six months. Left because I realized I didn't want to do anything in the medical field. I appreciate and do 100% throw gratitude to people that do work in the field, but it's not for me particularly. Mm -hmm. And the way that I went about explaining it to my parents is just like, I don't like that feeling. Like I'm obligated to get up on somebody's schedule. Like if I'm getting up early at like 3, 4 in the morning, Mm -hmm. I want it to be for something that I love. That you want to be doing. I want that motivation behind something that I yearn for like i'm i actually planned my day before to do this thing Mm -hmm. so when revealing to your parents just this little advice why don't you just start off by like telling them like this is how i feel when i do this he gets a certain rush or feeling when he's pursuing whatever he wants to pursue as an entrepreneur especially in a different country under a different government you know dealing with a whole different economical system you know, so that might be, you know, difficult within itself. So, like, just let him try to sit in your shoes for two seconds and feel that feeling that he gets and understand that that's what you're getting, mm-hmm. but from something that he doesn't imagine for you. You know, try to have him realize that your life and his life are in two different lanes, right. but you still get what he's looking for you from something else. Like, it's not like you're not successful 
in the way that he wanted you to be because I feel like all parents want their children to be successful and mm-hmm. to be able to you know depend 100%. on themselves. Yes. But just that's tell why him, they choose the doctor lawyer thing. Exactly, because yeah. that's safe. why it's such a common story. It's safe, you know, it's a safe route, a safe route. Because right? you become a doctor, you make good money. You become mm-hmm. a lawyer, you make good money. You know, even if you're one of the worst doctors, you're still making still make, good money. Yes. You know. Even if you're a bad lawyer, you're still making decent money to, you know, to, to support yourself. And mm-hmm. the title of being a lawyer carries weight wherever you go. You tell somebody you're a lawyer, they're going to look at you differently, okay. you mm-hmm. know? So it's just like, if you explain to him that you, you still carry around a certain satisfaction with, while still being able to support yourself, I wouldn't, like, um, promote you to go to him when you're not successful. Right. Or when you're not at that moment of your success. Because then it would be pointless. It's like showing him an empty box. Like if you go to him, you would want to show him a full, a full presentation of this is how much I'm making. If you're worried about my money, this is how good it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. These are the connections that I'm making. These mm-hmm. are the people that know me. Look at the work it's, that I'm putting out there. Yeah, it's like, kind of crazy. Um, like um, few uh, like I worked with you know John Cena, right? John, John Cena. Cena. Yeah. Bro. So back Do in, you, is it not? I was about to hit you with the rock. Uh, you can't man. see me. You can't see, see me. me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I worked with him three times already, right? Really? Yeah. How big is he? All right, let's take. He's, 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 he's huge, he's, right? He's getting old though. Uh, so back in John Cena. That's <laughs> dope, bro. Yeah. So back in my country, we used to watch uh, wrestling. Mm-hmm. WWE, right? Wrestling, right? WWE. John yeah. Cena's rock. They're like huge he, people. He's the guy, bro. And me and my my family, we watch we watch the show. Like we used to mm-hmm. watch when I was small. Like when I did the first shoot with them, I was so excited. Like, did you show your parents that? No, so I couldn't. That's even what say. you should that, do. See, the thing is, you, is you know, the, these are the moments where I want like to share with my family. Hey, mm-hmm. I just worked with John Cena. Oh, yeah, it's crazy, right? But I, I cannot because I haven't even shared with them that. Wow. You could share that you met him. You just don't have to share through which <laughs> avenue you met him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I sent my. Uh, I took a picture with him. I sent that to them. Yeah. That's cool. I am a thousand percent supporter and believer in always telling the truth and being right. your most honest self. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's okay not to tell the truth to protect certain yeah, things. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you. Yes, you know, like there's certain like. Uh, could you imagine if we all ran around telling the truth all the time? What yeah. type of like if you truly told people how you feel? I mean, we would live in a very. <laughs> I think honest there's a world. TV show or or uh, maybe it was like Black Mirror or something. But there is an yeah. episode where this guy just went around just telling the truth all the time and uh the effect was not what he expected yeah Yeah, you know it's like sometimes it's not necessarily lying but it's like omitting certain truths as Mm -hmm. i like to say it or like withholding from the story a little bit because you understand what comes with the truth and you understand what kind of effect that can have you know sometimes you just have to rip the band-aid off and let people feel the pain but other times you just have to be able to know when to protect other people's feelings and sacrifice yours to an extent only for those that are worth doing that or taking that risk for because i would never promote you you know sacrificing your feelings to satisfy others Mm -hmm. because that's not gonna get you anywhere in life but there are moments where for people that matter to you personally where holding back on certain truths depending on how hard the truth is to just momentarily appease that person or just Mm -hmm. you know try to satisfy that person because it's not good all the time to walk around carelessly about how others perceive life and how they take things you know you have to not only is it you know important to be conscious about your own existence and what you do on this earth 
it's also important to be conscious about other people's existence and how what you do can affect them. You know, that's what I feel like takes us to that next level of supreme being and being a mm-hmm. wholesome person and, you know, and putting those daily affirmations to use is being conscious to the existence of other people on this planet with you and how whatever you do can affect them. You know, that's a big, 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 big part of it. So where do you see yourself in a few years from now? Like do Five you, years. Let's give it a five-year stand. Five, five years? Well, what's, the, the cushion. What's, the, yeah, what's the vision? The goal is to be an entrepreneur, work for myself. That's the biggest challenge mm-hmm. because having that freedom, it's amazing, you know? That's the well, best what do you feel like ever. is the most difficult part about trying to transition from working a job to becoming a full-time entrepreneur? Um, it's You have to work your ass. Like People think it's so easy, you know? You have to work like... <laughs> 16 hours like you hustle a lot you told me you sleep five hours like people who does nine to five they might be living the best life people who are living the entrepreneurial life they're living the hardest life because Mm -hmm. they're working every day and night last night i slept at 1 a.m i was editing my client's work was due i finished that stuff and i went to bed today i woke up went to school Mm -hmm. came to went did my workout edited a little bit yeah now i'm here so you so, gotta work out all the yeah, time. I didn't know you were in school. Yeah. That's a tough. That's a tough yeah. Oh, yeah. thing I, to balance. The thing is, I take full time classes. Right? Mm-hmm. It's sure. very challenging. Have you considered sure. dropping out? No. The, uh, my goal, like once I made a promise. That's what's keeping him here? Yeah. That's yeah. That's true. You know. <laughs> yeah. So my yeah my goal is to complete my bachelor's. Uh, that will make my family happy. You know. Mm-hmm. Like that's because I came here for studies, and I my parents know that. So if I wanted to drop out, like I can drop, but. I can, things I cannot drop because I have to go back. Mm-hmm. There's not other options, but I don't want to disappoint my family, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Because family comes first. That's yes, the most sir. important. Family, friends, and freedom. Absolutely. Family, I mean, friends, and freedom. The three Fs. Yes. Ooh, here's another one. Which a, book is that? The yeah. three Fs. That's not that's a book. That's, that's I from figured, a book. Is, yeah. it, <laughs> is it from a book? Yeah, we can friends book. and freedom. Yeah. Was it family, friends, freedom? Uh, the book, uh, this book is from... Family, friends, and freedom. Yes, sir. Uh, the, freedom costs a The Millionaire's Fast Lane. Hmm. Yeah, that's the book. Hmm. I also like, I love Tony Robbins. Tony, Tony Robbins, Robbins. Yeah, yeah right. So one of the quotes that um, this thing after I read blew my mind. Every time in the, my affirmation, I have that quote in my, mm-hmm. my notes. It tells, um, look for the solutions, not on the problems. Look for the solutions, not for the problems. Well, not on the problems. So whenever we have a problem, right? We just, just keep it. thinking and thinking like, oh, shit, what should I do? Like, just we, don't right just, we don't focus on the solution, right? We mm-hmm. have to think on the other side, right? That's, that really like, changed my mindset, yes, you know? Sir. Mm-hmm. Whenever I have a problem, I just think, what can I do to like, solve this problem? Solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like even, uh, I was listening to a video hmm. about Shaq. And he was basically explaining about how his investment goes, like how he invests his money. That he oh, makes. I was that. <laughs> and he was basically saying, like, um, he listened to Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. And he said that Jeff Bezos told him that if you invest in things that benefit the planet, that's mm-hmm. how you truly make money. Right. And he started investing in companies and products that are going to better the planet and help people and find solutions to problems. And he tripled his value. Well, I think that's that. a big time, like cultural shift we have yeah, going yeah, on yeah. too. True. Previously, people didn't give a shit where they dumped their waste or, but now society is becoming so aware of the harm we're doing to our planet. Perfect. It's a perfect business plan. You know, like um, even when you're going into business, like <clears throat> you could present a product. Cool. There are a million and one products that are probably just like it. But if your product specifically offers a solution to the 
to the problem that other products can't solve, mm -hmm. that's when you know you have gold. When you're solving a problem that's been around for ages. So, you know, like just looking for the solution that a product or just looking at the problem mm -hmm. that a product already has and finding that solution and building a product off of that solution. It's, interesting. it's the number one way to go. Um, speaking of girlfriend, right? I... Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, last year, uh, I broke with my girlfriend. We've been together for three and uh, three years, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in December, things got differently, you know, because I was mm -hmm. going to school, full-time school, mm -hmm. work. Like, I'm a hustler. Yeah. Was uh, she in the States or back in... Uh, she's here. She's in New York. Okay. She's a nurse. She works at Bellevue Hospital. Hey, which uh, department? Um, ICU. Ah, we we never ran. I worked with nothing but emergency nurses. <laughs> okay, so we um. That's dope, though. There was a time where I didn't even see her. Just good morning, good night, good morning, good night. Because I was, too, I had a mindset, busy. right? I mm -hmm. school was tough and work, like working all the time. Mm -hmm. So we broke up for like three and a half months. Mm -hmm. But then we got back together. She and she understood that she understood the life mean. I want to live. You know, like. Mm -hmm. It's not, I don't, do, work. I don't want to live like just nine to five job. I don't want to live that life. You know, I quit my job mm -hmm. as I told you. So she understands. Now we are together. What was your, what was your job out of curiosity? Uh, it was um, mainly with computers and stuff. Okay. <clears throat> and it was nine to five? Uh, it was part time. Mm. But, but although it was good money, I told myself um, it's happy. not of the money. It's, it's doing the same thing again and again. Like, mm -hmm. come on. Yeah, bro. I, agree. I just, I just quit. I felt the first week I was so nervous. Uh -huh. My shit was like, I have to pay my rent, right? Sure, yeah, sir. Yeah, you got bills. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got bills, right? Yes, sir. But it worked out, you know? I, I believed in myself and I just mm -hmm. went forward and I, it worked. You have met clarity, as I like to say. Because um, you know the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and over again mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. expecting a different result. That's just insane. Right. So the fact that people are able to get up out of their beds and go to jobs that they hate over and over and over again and expect a different result. Mm -hmm. I feel like there are many of people living amongst us in a state of insanity. And if you don't hate your nine to five job, come talk to us. Oh, because yes. we want to hear your perspective on things. Uh, I as need well. I need to understand why it makes you happy to work a nine to five. Because I mm -hmm. have not I reached feel, that perspective um, yet. So everyone needs the money, you know. I have mm -hmm. friends who hate their job, but the day they get paid, the paycheck it changes their mood. Yeah, they're like, "Ooh, let's party!" You know, let's uh, yeah. let's yeah, like, but. I mean, After shit, I got that, paid today. I yeah. woke up, I woke up yeah. checked my bank account. <laughs> there you go. And yes, sir. mood boosted a little bit. You Bro, know? I don't, I promise you, every Friday, 2 a.m., I'm checking my bank account. I do not wait. No minute past 2 a.m. <laughs> 2 a.m. in the dot, I set an alarm for every Friday. I check because mm -hmm. I, you know, working two jobs, I'm making sure that I'm getting my payout and that I'm not, you know, harming my body and putting myself on the line to work these two jobs for nothing you know mm -hmm. so i'm one checking that my money is straight mm -hmm. and two how much of it that i'm putting into savings so i try i try to put more than 50 percent of my earnings into my savings and three that i'm also investing this money in things that are profitable sure. you know like i set aside for myself a fun fund mm -hmm. like how much money i'm going to spend a week on you know my vices and things that nice. bring me pleasure and then i and then everything else goes into savings and then if i need to buy something for the podcast or if I need to invest money in one of the investment apps that I use or if I need to do something, any of that nature, I pull it from my savings and put it into my my, my regular bank account and then I use it. Yeah, that's one thing what people normally, like, normally people don't track their expense. Mm -hmm. Like one of my good friends, he's one of my best friends, right? I asked him the other day, hey, what's your expense? He's like, I, I don't know. 
mm-hmm. I'm like, how don't how like you how should you know, know? <laughs> like because mm-hmm. you make money like mm-hmm. where the money is going right? Mm-hmm. Then oh. I made is because I in my note I know my expense for the entire month, mm-hmm. like I know like what's what I'm spending on, so mm-hmm. I helped him out and also like um he likes fashion right, mm-hmm. and he has a great sense of style, but he's an accountant. Here we go. The thing is, what you know, I um oh my I just, so what is his opinion on his. I mean, I guess he, you should. I don't know if we can speak for him, but no, it's maybe fine. we can have him on here. But thing I think is, that's interesting. I, I I don't know what I should say, but I'm uh, I'm being honest there. I feel it's more of the money. Mm-hmm. He he just thinking of the present. He's not thinking of the future. Mm-hmm. The present money is coming. He's happy. But if he took a step back and just focus for the future, like worked for one or two years focusing on fashion, mm-hmm. have his own YouTube channel, like social media mm-hmm. and there, he can become big. It's tough. Like uh-huh. even I can open a YouTube channel and teach people how to edit. Making that decision yeah. is hard. Right. Seriously. That's, I, even, I should tough. do that. I should, but I don't do it. I know mm-hmm. it's very challenging. It's not easy. No, like speaking. Well, I'm curious. Why, why haven't you done it? Um, is I, it time? So or, it, or do you want to do it? I, at this point in my life, I know the secret to life is giving, you know. It's giving Ooh, people boy, va- this man, yeah. this man knows, girl. He knows, girl. So it's giving <laughs> values, you know. That's what I feel I can mm-hmm. provide, and and also like speaking in front of a a uh, like a camera, mm-hmm. it's very challenging. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious. That's so it. I did one like two years back. I did a mm-hmm. editing video on YouTube, bro. I swear, I was sweating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Being it was on tough. the other side of the camera. Ooh, it yeah. was really tough. Yeah. Dude, I was things, I was bro. nervous as I was shit during our pod or yeah. our uh, first photo shoot. shoot. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. And you, I knew. I knew. I'm sure you understood. The first yeah. twenty minutes, I I worked with so many people. I know yeah. that they have something something wholesome uh-huh. and you, something was holding you. So I was like, come on, relax. You know, I was really I know. trying to work with work with Pronto because he, if you're working with him, he makes you feel very comfortable. Uh, he's got Which a, a good skill everybody with that. in every pos- in profession's job like if i don't feel comfortable where i'm at yeah. doing business with you i can't do the proper type of business right. mm-hmm. you won't get the full extent of what i'm trying to put out there if i don't feel comfortable enough to put myself out there yeah you know? whenever i do a photo shoot first thing mm-hmm. is having a good chemistry mm-hmm. talk to them like have mm-hmm. a good vibe and boom that's how we like it's and easy to work yeah mm-hmm. it's easy for me easy for the client to work with yeah for sure so is there anything for the listeners? Any, any golden juice, advice or any, any gems? Anything any keys to success that you've carried with you throughout your life that you feel like has really helped any you? Facts, um, facts of life, son. That you would like to <laughs> offer offer the listeners. Um, for right now, I feel I'm not the, the biggest entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm like still like small, small, small you know? building. Still building. It ta- everything takes time, you know, patience. Mm-hmm. One thing I realized is that people doesn't have patience. I've As sure you told them. that, yeah. <laughs> people want to be successful the next day. Like they want to become mm-hmm. Instagram famous. It doesn't work like that. You need to work. Put the work every day, 365 days. Just do it for a year. Do it like week by week, mm-hmm. month by month and year. And you'll see results. You say 365 days, you say a year. And a lot of people freak out from that number. Yeah, it's and think mm-hmm. day by a, day. That's, a long, that's yes. a long time. But really, a year in the span of our lifetime, Nothing. think about that. Sacrificing for a year. Nothing. And then you have hopefully maybe 70, 80 Fresh. more years of just mm-hmm. doing your thing. Yeah. Doing so your thing. you got to, it's all about perspective and you got to think, you got to put that number into perspective. Right. Mm. And yeah, and take the, uh, like 
each day and like you know you can learn something like focus on the positive mm-hmm. perfect and to all those that are listening to close out i uh, just want to put into perspective to with you guys that fear is not a real thing fear is very much so fake right you know take the leap take the chance that you want to chant that you want to take do your best with every step take make sure every step forward is your best foot forward don't listen to the criticism you know hear it out let me not say don't listen but hear it out look at the perspective of the person that's sending you this criticism but don't internalize it and take that work home with you at night be the best person that you can be spread love give more than you take and just don't be afraid to take that leap yo